welcome to this week's episode of the Earwig Review. Finally, I didn't say the episode number. I have such a habit of saying, welcome to the Earwig Review episode number. And then I f- always forget what episode it is. Um, so I, that was really good what I just did. I said, welcome to this week's episode of the Earwig Review. So refining that intro. <laughs> um, I think uh, that it's the systems in in which and the habits that we make for ourselves to um, uh, to, to do our creative work, any work, but you know, especially this stuff are is so important. Um, to me, it's like so much of almost the, the, sometimes the fun of it is tweaking that system. And when it starts working and when you're being productive and you're, you're outputting stuff and you're editing stuff and it's just kind of, it's all working together. Um, it can be so enjoyable when it's working properly. And, uh, and lately for me, it's been, uh, it's been good. But I know how volatile this stuff is, and I say that today, and literally by the end of today, I could probably completely shift my perspective and realize everything's um, not good. That's an exaggeration. Um, But I just feel like right now, I have a a good good habits, good system going. I wake up, um, play with the cat, uh, have some coffee, then go for a walk. I shoot a monologue on the walk, about 10 minutes of just talking about whatever. And um, and just moving your body. I know this is like so obvious, but, but um, when you've been lying down for like, you know, seven or eight hours or however long you sleep, and then you wake up, you got to like go and, and move. It's, uh, it's really important. Um, there's like, there's so many endorphins to, uh, to catch there. So I'd really recommend if, uh, if you're not doing that and perhaps you are and, and you're doing great exercise when you wake up, but I I really have noticed that's, that's been very helpful for me. And I know you've heard this a thousand times before, but my, your mood truly to regulate your mood and, and to, um, improve it that morning exercise even if it's just going for a, a, a brisk walk as they say really I, I recommend it super cost effective and uh, even if it's for 20 minutes even if, if it's for 2 hours um, even if it's literally for 10 hours wake up, go walk for the whole day and, and then come back <laughs> that would uh, that'd be what a life that would be imagine that wake up and just go you just start walking and you walk all day long and then you come back home and you go to bed what kind of life is that um, it sounds really fun <laughs> um, the okay you're gonna notice something's different about this recording what is it? Well, the window 
is open. I've decided on this week's episode, I'm going to record with the window open. So we'll hear all kinds of birds, maybe some planes, some neighbors chattering, cars passing, all that good stuff. Um, I figure, why not? Um, so having a habit, right. So waking up, um, going for my walk, recording that monologue. And then, and then it's like, or actually by recording on the walk and just filming weird trees and, and saying stuff into a camera and moving around. What's really good is I feel like I've kind of output it a bit. Cause I usually wake up and I feel so tense. Like I need to like, okay, well I got to get some work done. I got to like, um, I have to write something. I have to like, how am I going to be productive? And so the way I was able to integrate the way I've been able to integrate just a little bit of creative work into that walk, which is using that camera and saying some random things, uh, it calms me down. I'm like, okay, I like did a little sketch of something there. Now I can like, kind of not be in such a hurry. So that's really good for me. And then, then I come home and I write for a bit, um, maybe half an hour, maybe an hour, whatever I can really cram in. And then I got to eat breakfast, which, um, you know, for some reason, I always want to write before I eat. Uh, it's a bad habit, but there's something about eating food and then writing that you start digesting sometimes and it just becomes kind of a, a distraction um so it's i my my kind of natural state which is i realize is i is, is unhealthy is to write on an empty stomach and then finish writing and then eat but i'll start skipping meals if i do that and I'm, and uh, it's a bad habit to get into it reminds me a lot of basically growing up on uh, ADHD medication, which that those amphetamines also were used as diet pills right back before they were ADHD stuff. So there's some weird kind of connections I have with like kind of uh, not feeling hunger from from those years of being on medication to um and writing and the way that those things are are mixed i have some like um i don't know what it is baggage <laughs> around it all um so anyway and then after that getting the writing done um i can uh you know go to the lecture i gotta do or whatever whatever kind of the day job requires and then once that's over with i can go and um i don't know shoot more do more editing um more writing whatever just kind of whatever is calling my attention the most so that's great um last week's video on youtube uh of the, the vlog not this um uh, show but my other my vlogs that i post uh, I'm really happy with how that one turned out. So um, take a look um, if you if you're interested in checking that out. I'm and I'm I'm really happy with the the result of that one. 
And notably, Miriam really liked that one. And usually she's like, she's likes them and she really plays along and everything. Uh, but this one, she I could tell she liked more than the others. And that made me really happy. Um, so that was good. Um, she's like not the type to like gush about like like um things that way like she's hard to like did you like it did you like i have to be like really kind of pull it out of her but she withholds it and that's really good for me because you know it makes me when i've when i've dated or been with people in the past that like the my creative stuff too much then i start to it's not good it's better for them to it's better for it to be more difficult to for them to actually like it keeps me kind of working harder um and if they like it too much then you get you're you're like you know it's uh you've been to question their taste if they like your work too much and maybe that's a self-loathing issue whatever but she really liked it that made me really happy every once in a while when someone compliments something you made in the right way, it can mean a lot. Um, and, and that's really nice because it's hard to, hard to get, you know, it's hard to like for the, for the stars to align that way. So I was very happy and it makes me want to encourage uh, other people to watch it too, because I think, cause Miriam liked it. So you should watch it cause she liked it. <laughs> um, so, so that was a good experience. Um, and uh, and I'll start working on the next one for, for next week and just kind of keep it going. Um, we've been going to these baby classes that's been taking up um, some good time, but we're, we're learning some pretty valuable, you know, baby CPR and, and all this kind of stuff. So that's very good. Um, it's May 7th. So our baby's due in a month and a week. Um, so I don't know why I think when uh if she's born on a sunday or if Miriam's in labor on a sunday i might just have to do the show from the hospital i don't know but we'll figure it out and uh um we'll see we'll see what happens but that's coming up and and things are are good for it so nothing nothing to worry about there Let's get into the posts. Um, the first one, and I'll say this, I'm excited about reading the post this week. I don't really remember what they were, but as a whole, I kind of felt like I was on a good kind of, um, I liked how they were feeling. I liked what I was, what was going on with them. First one um, from last Sunday is called Mobile. We set a bassinet up at the edge of the bed. It is comforting to see it. The baby will go in there and she will look at the ceiling. We will need to get her the right mobile. For now, she will stay in her mother's womb. I can only imagine what strange mobiles she's been looking at in there. I was just speaking to my mother on the phone. I don't remember anything from my time in the womb. I don't remember my bassinet or any mobiles. I don't even remember my first memory. 
I'm sitting here trying to remember, but I'm really not sure. Um, okay. Uh, I think this one, um, is the point of this post. What I think it's trying to get at is that your kid is not going to remember any of this stuff. And that's, it's, um, they won't remember it, but, but nature versus nurture, and maybe it will affect them if they realize it or not. And that's kind of a fun, I don't know, fun. I, I really don't think fun is the, was the correct choice of, of word, but, um, but that's an interesting, um, it's interesting to just be like, look, kid, you're not going to remember any of this, but we are. Um, and this is like the most special time in our lives, presumably, you know, new parents, all that, those big feelings. And so we'll remember this, but you won't. And then once you start coming online, like we'll have already had you for like, I don't know, my first memories don't really start kicking in until I was probably like 13 or something. Maybe that's late, but it's pretty scattered and blurry up until then. I started to remember things like what seems more linearly, like I can remember like, okay, this, like things really, the memories weren't just a scattered mess. When they were a kid, they're just everywhere. Um, but like, get to a certain point, maybe 12 or 13, where you remember like the chronology better. It's, um, so that's why I say that, but um, I don't know. I guess that's what I was thinking of. And uh, it's really just, you know, it's a sentimental post and um, that's kind of it. I don't know if I have too much more to say about it. Uh, this one's the future. I'm looking forward to waking up tomorrow and going on my morning walk. Lately, it has become my favorite thing to do. I set my alarm 30 minutes earlier to be closer to the sunrise. I will continue this habit as I go into the future. In the future, I will have a new book to share. In the future, I will hold my daughter and show her sun and the clouds. And show her the sun and the clouds. In the future, I will go to the library with my daughter and she will pick out a book to read. In the future, I will be scratching my head and standing in the middle of nowhere near some dirt and patches of grass. In the future, I will be wearing a strange pair of sneakers. In the future, I will write something down in my notebook. Um, the I did start setting my alarm slightly earlier to have more time to get to write before I um, before I eat. <laughs> essentially, just kind of squeeze in a bit of time. Um, and uh, the lighting's just like to be up with the morning as the sun rises 
as much as possible and get kind of the that beginning of it's like very it's true like it it there's like a a weird kind of mysterious endorphin rush attached to to that time i'm sure you know what i'm talking about um so like why not be around for that like if that can be a daily occurrence um that's great you know when i think when you're younger it's like when you like kind of see a sunrise you're not even younger but like for me at least like when you'd see us i'd see a sunrise and it would be like wow that's so cool like and it feels very um it's like a it's a spiritual experience right like just by definition like you feel like you're part of something that's bigger than you um i think pretty cross cross platform that's a uh it's probably a universal truth excuse me um but uh why not do that every day like sorry but like there's when you think of what you do in a day and i don't do i like not like searching for exciting things all the time because i feel like there isn't really much out there that's that exciting in the world (laughs) um but one thing that is really exciting is seeing a sunrise and uh i think putting the 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 what making that a part of my day-to-day life has like has just been fucking awesome that's, that's all i'm trying to say i don't know why it's, i'm so tangled in saying it but like um it's kind of like uh going to the club every night and seeing like your favorite like band (laughs) um you know like it's it's really like an exciting event like i'm I'm not kidding like watching a sunrise is a it's a thrill and it doesn't get old like and if it does if you think it's boring (laughs) and and if you think that that like there's something better out there you're wrong like it's literally one of the best things to experience a sunrise so why not do that every day um my 20 year old self may agree but it was such a i used to stay up i used to start writing at like midnight uh, I worked at a coffee shop and we'd close at midnight and then I'd probably start writing at more like one or two in the morning and I would try to write until the sun came up. Well, I would just try to write as much as possible and generally when the sun started coming up, I would then be like, okay, shit, I got to go to bed because like, this is bad. Like I'm, <laughs> you know, I, I uh just to have a normal, some kind of normal schedule. There was a time where I was doing that like, like a lot. Um, and uh, probably like a year, I think. And I'm picturing this one apartment I lived in in specific. I lived there for about a year, maybe two years. Um, and uh, that was, it was a really kind of special time, especially learning to write. Uh, I definitely 
it's probably one of the most productive writing times of my life. And uh, I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes. And I and usually at some point in the night, I would run out and I would go to 7-Eleven at like weird hours, like four or five in the morning. Um, and I remember always buying, you could, if you bought two packs, it was, it was a deal. And, uh, and I would smoke and drink coffee and write all through the night. And then the sun would come up. And when the sun would come up, it was this really like, it was always special. And I was like, okay, you know, so all of these years later, like really like I was probably 21 or something then I'm 35 now. I feel like I've kind of, um, just figuring out like, Hey, why don't you just fucking wake up? (laughs) Um, and, and watch the sunrise and then have a day. The reason why is because I was just like too unorganized and like just had too much baggage and didn't know how to sleep and kind of, uh, you know, I was too fucked up for too long. But now I'm good and I can do that and it's great. And that's the journey of my uh, attempt at adulthood. Um this list of things in the post in the future I'll have a new book to share yes I'm like slowly chipping away at this the this book um, and uh, really trying not to be in a hurry with it that's kind of that's the big thing and um, I think right now it's about 15,000 words so it's you know like it's starting to shape into something and I read through it all about a week ago. I think it was, um, maybe it was more close to the 10 K mark a week ago just to see like, okay, where am I at? And it's weird. You start to get kind of neurotic. I'm like, let me just fix the mic here. I can see there's a, sorry for this squishing glue sound. Um, I'm like, was that a good idea? Should I have read it or should I not? Or should I just keep going forward and not think about what I'm, like once you start editing, it's like you kind of just have to edit from then on. And uh, going back and forth is like, I'm beginning to suspect it's a really bad idea. Uh, and I always change my mind about this, but it's like after I read over what I've been doing, the momentum seemed to change. And I was beginning to like, my analytical brain was starting to kind of get in there and and you don't, I don't, the analytical brain is like, no, um, it's like, that's, it's not very helpful. <laughs> it's helpful when you're, I don't think it's helpful at all. I don't think that the, the intellect and things that I do, I think it's really just leads to procrastination and overthinking and like bad things. If I'm not strictly going off my intuition when it comes to to the work that I like to do, um, then it's basically shit. Uh, I think that's where I'm at right now. I, th- I think I'm, I'm like not fully like a hundred and one percent on that, but I'm in the high nineties, low nineties. <laughs> I'm like low nineties. Sure. That if you're not operating strictly on intuition when it comes to creative work, then like, uh, I don't know. 
that's that's not what I'm doing. Uh, not to say there isn't amazing stuff that comes out of the complete opposite approach, but for me, I'm like, listen, intuition, stay with that. As soon as you start thinking logically, you usually just start making a mess of things. So reading over my work, uh, not the best idea, but it was good to, uh, good to do anyway, to know this. So just keep plugging along, working on that new book and, uh, no idea when it'll be done. I've read original drafts of it on this show before, maybe a couple months ago. It's called the idiot tree. That's the book I'm working on. Um, and, uh, trying not to rush it, but a little bit every day. That's, that's what I'm saying. Um, in the future, I will hold my daughter and show her the sun and the clouds. That's, um, you know, I guess just like really, really thinking like you got to show like for the, she'll see the sun for the, literally the first time she'll see a cloud for the first time. She'll see the sky for the first time. She won't remember it as I was realizing, but, but I will. And not to be so selfish, but it's, I'm, uh, I'm excited. Taking her to the library to get a book. To me, that's like, feels so, I'm like, um, I'm like feeling sentimental about that already. You know, um, something about it. It's just like, I remember being a kid and going to the library and just like the, how that felt. Like, you mean I can pick out anything and and I can have it for a week. Like, okay, I'll bring it back. It's kind of weird when you realize you can't, you have to bring it back. Do you remember how that felt? There's like stuff you can keep forever and there's stuff you have to give back. And you're like, what? <laughs> um, but so there's this weird catch to it. It makes it feel different. Um, isn't it great? I don't think, I wish someone told me when I was a kid, like, look, you can renew it and renew it as many times as you need. Uh, it's okay. Like you'll get what you need. And if, if you love this book so much, you can, one day you'll be able to buy it. Trust me. Anyway, I'm really excited for that experience to like go to the, the library and, and pick out a books. So listen, you hear that in the background? Someone's mowing the lawn. It's great. This is great. A great layer to add to the show. Um, I should have thought of this earlier. How exciting is that? Someone's just mowing the lawn Sunday morning. Hell yeah. In the future, I will be scratching my head and standing in the middle of nowhere near some dirt and patches of grass. That's what I, I crave. I feel like it's such a, like a cliche, like, like, like writer thing where it's like, you want to be like in the middle of nowhere so you can like focus or whatever. But, uh, you know, we want to buy, um, some land close to here and just build like the smallest little place to stay and just have somewhere, you know, maybe it's an hour or two, whatever we can afford. But that's like our, one of our long-term goals is like getting some land that we could get out of the city and just like basically have a little cabin and, uh, you know, that's, uh. If I'm really honest about what what I want in life, that's that would be so good, and I could just go there and just stand there, and uh, you know, just have your own little moment. 
have access to that. Maybe there's times where I wouldn't need to be in the city for like a couple of weeks. Just stay out there and, uh, and that'd, be, that'd be awesome. So looking, we'll figure that out. That might take me 20 or 30 years, but I, I want that. I don't, there's nothing else I really picture in the, of what I want in the future. If you, in my little vision board, that fucking, that'd be really, that'd be something. In the future, I'll be wearing a strange pair of sneakers. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, back to the future, tie up lace shoes. Uh, in the future, I'll be writing something down in my notebook. Um, always a thrill, another, another cheap thrill. So that's good. That's a nice post. I will find some mud to stand in. I would like to go out of the city sometime soon. I would like to go stand in the trees and the mud. I may not get the chance this weekend, but maybe next weekend I can go drive somewhere like that. In the meantime, I will go to the park near our house. I will find a strange path to walk down. I will find a strange tree to look at. I will find some mud to stand in, and I will look at my shoes as they sink into the mud. I like that post. It's really straightforward um, and true. There's zero bullshit in this post. <laughs> let me read that with that in mind. That Let me read it again. Here's the criteria. One, it is true. The second criteria is there's zero bullshit. Are those does that are those criteria the same thing? Yes. Zero bullshit category one true category two. I would like to go out of the city sometime soon. I would like to go stand in the trees in the mud. I may not get the chance this weekend. But maybe next weekend, I can go drive somewhere like that. In the meantime, I will go to the park near our house. I will try to find a strange path to walk down. I will try to find a strange tree to look at. I will find some mud to stand in. And I will look at my shoes as they sink into the mud. Nice. Yeah, that's. I like that one. We did go on a hike yesterday morning. And, and I wouldn't have figured it. I would have thought we didn't have time. But Miriam figured it out. She read this post. And she organized it for us. Because I fucking... That's, that's who she is, you know? She really, she really knows how to do things for other people. She understands that. She's, she has the ability to... Um, recognize that something would make someone else outside of herself happy and she's able to take steps in order to make that happen for them and that to her is a, a pleasure uh, she she gets joy out of making other people happy i believe that to be true about her i don't even know if i believe that to be true about myself it's, I feel like that's a very special thing that she has that, um, that, that's, what more would you want out of a person? 
Uh, it's, it's very, I, th I feel like that, that means a lot. I don't have the capacity to, to do it in the way that she does. Um, I'm just not as, <laughs> not as good of a person that way in that, in that way. I'm, I'm not, she's, she has that. I don't, um, it's amazing. And, uh, and I think our, uh, having a daughter with her, um, it's very lucky for me that that's, uh, that that's going to be mom, you know? for our kid um we went on a walk it was really sweet it was really nice and um and it you know it, it just was it was satisfying just to to experience that you get these cravings you just go out and be in in the dirt and and the trees and it makes a big difference to have that time Um, great. I kept going ahead with things. I'm thinking of my stomach. That is where the strangeness usually is. It is usually prickly and acidic. Not always, but a lot of the time. In a way, it's like it controls my thoughts. It makes them move quickly. It's difficult to relax for me. Instead, I would rather focus on something like writing or editing. I don't think I will overcome it. I don't think I want to. I can remember it since I was a kid. I went, I once went to the office. I can remember it. I can remember it since I was a kid. I once went to the office and told them I had a stomach ache but I knew I couldn't explain it right. So I kept going ahead with things. I think of all the time sitting at a keyboard or with a pencil and a notebook, still trying to explain it. Some days are better than others. I know I will never get to the bottom of it, but that is okay. I'll keep going ahead with things. Interesting. Um, that was a good shot. I feel like this this post was like a good attempt to explain a really kind of uh, something that, that I guess I really struggle with, or it's like a kind of a big part of who I am, is this, this whole thing. Um, I don't think I totally pulled it off in this post i think i got lost in it when i was writing it i think that kind of you know when you dig a little deep and you get things get a little abstract um the part that that kind of lost was i went i was like i can i can remember it since i was a kid i once went to the office it was the office at the school. That's what this doesn't actually make that clear. It's like what what office? The doctor's office. I remember. I can remember it since I was a kid. I I'm gonna I'm gonna add in a line to make this make more sense. I can remember it since I was a kid. Um, I left class and 
went to the office and told them I had a stomachache. I left class and went to the office. <laughs> Remember when you're a kid it's, and it's like, you gotta go to the office and it's like, shit. It's like, it's really intense. The office. It's like, uh, usually you're in trouble or uh, something, something bad. Hey, uh, it goes on the intercom. It's like, you know, you hear your name. It's like, you gotta go to the office. And everyone's like, holy fuck, what? That's, uh, this is bad. This is bad. I hope, I hope everything's okay or they deserve it or something. But I remember being in class, like, ah, my stomach hurts. Like, I can't even, like, like I was in a lot of pain. And I thought I was sick a lot of the time. Because I like I had like physical pain, and then I'd go to the office, and they'd like like oh my stomach hurts whatever, and then I think they'd like call my mom sometimes and she'd come pick me up and we'd like she'd take me home and there's always this zone of like she's like well you're not you don't have a cold <laughs> like you can't come home from school but I was like trying to explain that like I was in pain. Uh, and I was uncomfortable. I didn't know what, what was right. And it was like, yeah, I didn't want to go to fucking school. I'd rather hang out at home with her. Um, but, it, but it was confusing. I didn't really know what, what it was. And I guess somehow I equate that. This is probably going to start sounding kind of fucked up. Or not fucked up, but just kind of like, I don't know. Um, when I talked about the kind of the being on medication for ADHD and like dieting and the way it affects your stomach and then and this whole thing I'm talking about here this kind of stomach ache weirdness this kind of you know the way that those things connect is very there's a clear line for me that like and that's kind of something I've dealt with for uh my whole life like even you know up to a few years ago i've been seeing the stomach doctor and he's trying to figure out like what the deal is um getting scoped and all this kind of shit and still haven't really figured it out but lately it's been good honestly i haven't had many issues um and uh i think a lot of it is uh mood related it kind of just it's the only thing that really makes sense after all these years anyway I guess I'm talking about tr trying to explain how you feel and being unable to and realizing it's a lifelong task when <laughs> when you're a kid imagine you're, you're a little kid and you're like hey I don't feel good and then the teacher's like, what's wrong? You're like, I don't know. It hurts. <laughs> it's in my stomach somewhere. She's like, okay, I guess go to the office. You go to the office and, and you talk to them. Like, they're like, hey, what's going on? Oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, you know, what happened? Like, I don't know, but it, try to explain it. But it, it hurts. I don't know. It's Something's wrong. I don't really know. I'm just a kid. And then like, okay, fine. Let's call your mom. Let's get you out of here. And your mom says, hey, what's wrong? And you're like... I don't feel I'm I'm uncomfortable. I don't feel good. 
it's my stomach. I'm not sick, but I'm but something's wrong. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, if you're not sick, you got to go back to school. And it's like that whole process stretched out over a lifetime. It feels like something like that I'll it will always kind of be in my uh, in my my world, you know. But it's uh, it's it's good. That was a good shot at kind of conceptualizing that. I don't think I expressed it in a way that is right, and it's kind of meta now that I'm really getting into it. Of course, I didn't express it right. And the whole point is I can't express it. What's wrong? Uh, what's been wrong forever in the pit of my being? <laughs> um, you know, I hope that that you have something wrong with you at the pit of your being, because if you don't, what kind of life is that? <laughs> really? Like, isn't that everything? Is like trying to kind of just trying to reckon with with the uh, with that with that that thing in in the that's at the core of your being that's just that's just wrong just trying to figure it out and you and you got to know one day hey you're never going to figure it out it'll always be you can keep trying and maybe you can kind of get it kind of sort of right from a certain angle at a certain time but you're, it's you're never it's never going to end and that's so and and that's okay. Got to be able to handle that. To me, that's that's what that's like. That's what life has been, and it's really that's that's it. Cool. This is a great episode. I'm having fun. Uh, <laughs> okay, we got two more. Uh, breaking a stick in half. This I wonder, you know, this chair. It's creaky. I uh, it'd be nice to figure that out, so you could hear the lawnmower better. I'd hate for my chair to creak over the wonderful lawnmower on our, our Sunday morning background noise with the birds chirping and the guy mowing his lawn. That's great. I just think that that. That's such a good thing to add to this this podcast. So it's a big day here. I wanted to write about going to get my hair cut today. It went well. Usually, I just cut my hair at home. But for some reason, this time, I wanted to go to a place. Sam's Barbershop, next to the Pet Value. He did a great job. I'd like to go back one day. I walked through the park on the way home. I found a stick on the ground and snapped it in half and then and then tossed it into a puddle. It felt good to break the stick in half for no reason. It doesn't affect anything if you break a stick in half. I'll go back to the park and break another stick like that again one day. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I went and and got my hair cut 
Uh, that was fun. It relatively looks the same. I'm still bald, um, but Miriam was like, you know, hey, you gotta, this could, we could help, you could, this, the, you know, if he made it all a bit more cleaned up, but it probably looks generally the same. Um, but really nice to get a haircut. Usually, you know when you get a haircut and it's like, you hate it and you feel fucked up? It's like, you know that, that feeling? You're kind of uncomfortable and you regret getting the haircut. And you're like, I should have just not ever gotten my haircut. So, this was good. This this worked. I was like, that was a really good experience. And I go to, I probably get my haircut like in a real place like once a year. Maybe even once every two years. I usually just buzz, buzz it all off. Vacuum it up every however however long so um so that was nice and uh, it's nice to like feel uh like like freshened up like that you know when you're walking around and it's like you just kind of feel a bit uh like you, like your haircut's not that bad especially when you're a bald guy that's uh i tell you i don't know going through like the whole balding process i feel like i it was such a good thing for me <laughs> it was such like a good way to um it was so humbling it's so humbling and uh if you're going through that really it's a great thing and and it's a privilege to be humbled by um by losing your hair it's just like there's something about it that you it it reminds you it almost like it's it reminds you of more your mortality and that like because it shows you you're getting you're truly getting older like time has moved forward like there's no getting that hair back like it's there's an act break there you know like you have moved into the next act of your life um and uh and eventually you will die that's really the bottom line i think when you when you see someone who's trying to cover up the fact that they're bald i think that really what the message is <laughs> is i'm scared i'm gonna die <laughs> But uh, it's great. And, and when I see people who are bald and like it's clearly not um, ashamed of it, I'm like, that's like, it just, it's awesome. I really respect that. And I think it, it's, you kind of got to do a bit of work, a little bit of mental adjustment to, to get to that place. So if you didn't, if you're not balding, um, you should, um, I don't know, find a way, you know? You should experience that. You should know what it's like. You'll grow as a person. It's a it's a good thing. It looks cool. I used to think it looked fucking bad, but now <laughs> I think it looks good. I think when, when, uh, when you see people who are balding, it's actually like, so it's a cool thing 
All right, last one of the week. Um, it's called I Am Sentimental To It. Sometimes when you write, you sit and do nothing. Like now, I'm sitting here in my chair, looking at weird markings on my desk without even realizing that I'm doing it. I just cut a thread off of my wallet. I then stood up and walked around my office here. I may have looked out the window, it was a blur. Now I'm sitting again, and I read some messages from my wife. She's on her way home from work now. I'm telling her how our cat was this afternoon. I have noticed that I've become sentimental about sitting with the notebook and being not sure what to write. When I look back, I am happy. That is how I spent my life. I'm happy that this, happy that this is how I spent my life. I looked up the word sentimental. Of or prompted by feelings of tenderness, sadness, or nostalgia. Okay, that is fine. I am sentimental to it. Um, good. I feel like, again, this was good kind of territory to, to start to carve out, but I don't think that this post does total justice to what I was trying to really get at. Um, I think I, another post I wrote was, um, sometime last week and I was kind of saw this woman who was sitting outside of, um, this kind of corporate office and she was just like staring off into space and had, she was like clearly writing something down, but she was like in that space of just like processing, um, and being sentimental to that, to that um, as the thing you did in your life was you, you sat and you tried to write, you know, that's become such a, I have such a, a sentiment to it now. And, um, usually it's like, you're really frustrated and feel like you're wasting time. And it's like not a good feeling when you're in it, that's for sure. But I'm beginning to kind of romanticize it in this weird way of like, just thinking of all the times I just like, you know, sat in a coffee shop and just like, was like, I'm like just trying to write something. I like sat it by a window and just tried to write something. Went to the library and took a chair and just like tried to write something. That whole, that, what that means, that, that space of sitting down to try I'm like, what a fucking luxury it's been, you know, in my life um, to get to do that as much as I have. Um, it's really lucky. I really, I really am starting to see how, how lucky I've been with that. Um, and as much as I can kind of just get to do that and from now until, you know, whenever uh whenever death do us part <laughs> then uh and that was good that was good so if you're wondering what the meaning of life is well i think we figured it out thank you for being here um 
and uh, I hope uh, I hope everyone's doing well and um, I think whatever problem you're having um, it'll pass and you'll get back to some kind of you'll figure it out and and look forward to I look forward for things on your end to feel steady and and normal and and ordinary again. Um so thank you for listening and um we'll see you again uh, next week.